Welcome to the Bavala at Odds podcast. I'm your host, Seth Everett. The head odds maker at BavadaSportsbook.com is Patrick Morrow. Although in press releases, he's Pat Morrow. So I, I don't know. It's kind of like a whole Prince symbol thing. I'm not sure what he wants to be called. Nonetheless, uh, Patrick is with us now. Hello there, sir. Hello, hello. In elementary school, they used to call me Patty, so I will take Patrick or Pat over Patty. Kind of like Peppermint Patty. Um, or Patty Elias. Patty, Patty Elias, yeah. He was one of my favorite hockey players growing up. Uh, I really like Patrick Elias. Mine too. You know, I've got this weird tie to the Devils where, you know, I, I was there with you in New Jersey. I stood in front of the Broder statue out front. Yes, you did. Uh, he was my favorite goalie coming up. And Patrick yep. Elias was one of my uh, favorite players growing up as well. I was never a Devils fan per se, but, uh, well, I, I clearly had an eye for talent. An eye for the great ones. <laughs> That's right. An eye for Seth Everett. That's right. We were destined to be together. Uh, this week, there was a Zoom call with a bunch of NFL running backs. Uh, to talk about how running backs are not getting paid. And in this circumstance, these are all great running backs. And this is on the heels of just a couple of days ago, uh, Saquon Barkley threatened to hold out and then signed a deal with the Giants, a one-year deal worth what the franchise tag would have been. And so he didn't, he, he kind of caved. He got more guaranteed money, which is good for him. Uh, but he signs a deal and it's very ordinary. And there's this theory that an NFL player uh, who is a running back uh, doesn't get rewarded for past achievements. Hear me out. In the NFL, the running back has been diminished so much and they get beaten up so much. They get hurt so much that if a running back were to rush for 1,800 yards, the next year, you can't count on that running back to do the same thing. The, the days of Walter Payton are over and the sport is you don't have any NFL teams that are built around runners anymore. The the game of football has evolved, you know, and, you know, we criticize baseball for changing, you know, now it's all, you know, home runs or strikeouts, right? Like we talk about it that way. The NFL has changed too. The only difference is people are still watching. More people are watching than ever before. And the only position that doesn't get, the reward for it because they're not vital are running backs and what the New York Giants were basically selling Sa Saquon Barkley and they're not wrong is okay hold out as long as Daniel Jones is healthy we'd rather you be here than not but if you're not we'll live and that's a weird thing in 2023 the whole aspect of the running back of the National Football League has completely transformed itself. And it's a brand new aspect that had never been done before. Because it used to be that if you rushed for 1,800 yards, you were signing a five-year contract. Yeah, it's... I mean, and the, Barkley had his hand forced a little bit as well because the Giants uh, picked up James Robinson about a week ago as a bit of insurance in that spot. But I mean... The league has been evolving this direction for such a very long time. I mean, Joe Flacco uh, won a Super Bowl, basically being able just by able to throw the ball deep and hope for defensive pass interference. So uh, the league has evolved in this way. Uh, they've made it tougher and tougher to play defense, to play the cornerback position, 
which has incentivized that there's maybe just one or two teams in the NFL now that run the ball at a more than 50% clip where going back a decade, that was, that was a standard, at least uh, 80, 90% of teams ran the ball more than they passed the ball in the game. Uh, so what you're seeing is, um, you know, you're seeing running backs that break down. You're seeing uh, what we consider replacement level value for all, but for what, maybe four or five different running backs. You also need to be a pass catching running back in 2023 if you're going to be getting any kind of money as well. So you need to be checking so many different boxes. And then there's just the fact that you play so many downs. You are getting hit so many times. You grind down. You are now what's referred to as a fungible uh, player at a fungible position. Um, there are still the Derrick Henrys out there. There are still the Christian McCaffreys. McCaffrey, though, is an injury concern every single year. Um, Eckler with the Chargers, great pass catcher as well. So there are diamonds in the rough. There are exceptions to the rule. But, I, I mean, we've seen it in drafts the last couple of years now as well, Seth, that it's, it's a surprise to see a running back go in the first round at all when it wasn't so long ago when we were talking about running backs going first overall. So th- this is kind of uh, just how the league has evolved. Um, you know, it's a league with way too many uh, you know, pass interference and other kind of defensive illegal contact. And the league just incentivizes that kind of behavior. Um, and it's good for scoring. The league likes scoring and every ball that's dropped, at least the clock stopped um, every run for one yard. That's less possessions. That's less scoring. The league likes scoring uh, fantasy football, likes scoring. Um, it's not good news for the running back. It's not good news for what the running back means. And I, I think that's it. Uh, you know, we're not going to see again, really the paydays that running backs used to got used to get Le'Veon Bell, the last massive one. I think after that, it's uh it's going to be hard pressed for any of these guys to really make it. Yeah. You saw the evolution. You saw the change. And now all it is, is the quarterback and the quarterback is vital, you know, because if, if, if Saquon Barkley is signed, but Daniel Jones isn't remember going into the off season, they had a choice. They could have let both go. And the guy they had to sign was Jones, even though he's a question mark. Because he had a good year last year, but he's had four mediocre years before then, and they're not sold on him, but they had no choice. And not only that, you're seeing the teams that do do well running the ball, uh, they're also teams that incorporate uh, the quarterback being one of those guys who's going to be taking a good deal of the carries. You look at a team like the Philadelphia Eagles last year, and you had uh, Jalen oh, Hurts. Lamar Jackson, kept sure. the ball. Uh, it's Jalen Hurts, Eagles it's Lamar Jackson. And the Eagles are a great example because they also didn't throw a lot of money at one running back. They run out, uh, you know, Gainwell. They ran out Boston Scott last year. Uh, Jalen Hurts with a lot of designed QV keepers and read option plays. Um, So when you have so many different players that are executing within the framework of the offense, giving one guy all that money doesn't make a lot of sense. If you are going to give it to that one guy, you're going to give it to the QB who's taken all those hits, but also expected to throw the ball too. Um, you know, some of these running backs, maybe Saquon Barkley is going to have to learn to pitch it out a little bit himself, but I, it just, it doesn't make sense. Cause also the Eagles version of this, the Ravens version of this, it allows for uh, not a single fail point. Whereas if the, you're the New York giants and you're throwing all that at Saquon Barkley and he gets hurt, what does your offense do at that point? Whereas the Eagles and Ravens, uh, next man in, makes sense. You still get to respect and have a strong running attack, but not with just one player as a focal point. So from a logistics point of view, it also just makes a lot of sense too to not tie up so much money at one player. Right. Uh, that's the other thing. You're in a hard cap situation. So if you were to pay these guys, I heard one one suggestion. I, 
I, I can't I don't want to attribute the name because I it was on a talk show and it was on a podcast that I heard. But I and the, the host wasn't suggesting it. He was saying he heard it from somewhere and I don't remember where he heard it. But he was saying that there should be a separate pool for running backs, like a separate money that count doesn't count towards the cap. And, and it's a finite amount so that you can allot X amount of dollars. And when I say X, I mean, you know, the artist formerly known as Twitter. Um, you can you can put X amount of dollars towards your running back position. And if you have a guy like Saquon Barkley, you're going to put 70 percent of your running back money towards that. If not, you're going to put one guy at 40, one guy 40, and another guy 20, and you're going to have a training camp battle. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how you fix that. And then do you do it for everybody? Do you have position slots? And is that how you do salaries going forward? I mean, I, I don't think anything that's going to carve out ways for owners to spend more money is going to be popular. Um I think this is just an unfortunate time if you're young into football and like to carry the ball. Um, you should not be expecting a payday. You should maybe look to transition into a different role if you're undersized and you're not a great pass catcher, but you got speed. Uh, maybe you're a cornerback. Cornerback can still get paid because these guys are in massive demand now in a way that they never were uh, because of all the passing in the league now. Um, unfortunately, the running back, especially with a league that's also appreciated that a good or great offensive line can so frequently make the difference more so than throwing all that if if you've got a you know an all-timer running back but you've got two guys in the backfield backfield before he's even touched the ball what good is paying your running back 25 million dollars a year for that kind of production and the running back is still limited by what the qb can open up in front of him in terms of having a competent passing game and what the offensive line can do in front of him in terms of creating those holes uh, i'm not trying to rewrite the history books and say that you know great running backs have never mattered but in 2023, it's they just matter that much less unless you are an all-timer. And uh, there's no, you know, you'd have to get creative with accounting or any other kind of way to finagle the books to get these guys paid otherwise. But just it doesn't make sense. And every year, these teams have to figure out how to properly pay and get under the cap. Well, what is it, 52 guys on an active roster? You got to pay your QB. You know you're paying your QB. You got to overpay your QB in a lot of scenarios just because you got to ensure that you got to a top 15 if you guy love, if you want if to make you it. love your quarterback. Remember, I, if rem- you, remember, if, even, remember, even if you like him, cause you got to yeah, keep you're right, like, there's, right. there's not too many, uh, there's not too many bad quarterbacks in the league. It's, it's tough. If, if you well, don't have a yeah, top but, 15, but, though, you're but not do in you the still subscribe to the theory. What are there? 32 teams, 32, teams? 32 teams, 32 teams. Would you subscribe to the theory that 12 of them do not like who they're going to start week one? And the only um, reason why that doesn't get talked about more is because fantasy teams are usually not that deep. I mean, it's it's possible they don't like, uh, and I think a lot of owners and a lot of uh, GMs would probably say that they don't like how much they have to pay to some of these uh, QBs that otherwise wouldn't be their first choice. But I think at that position, it's really just slim pickings. There's not a lot of there's not you know, a lot even there's good not, QBs there's out not there. Thirty two so. legit quarterbacks yeah and that's why if you're the giants uh you know you you don't love all the money that you're throwing daniel jones's way but uh unless you finish unless you know you're going to finish bottom five in the league this year um which the giants who barely made a playoff spot i think last year uh 
they have higher aspirations than finishing bottom five. And then even bottom five, you're rolling the dice that someone is going to land to you in that spot that he's going to be polished and ready and that it won't be a long learning curve. And then if you are so lucky that that is your guy, or if he's just good, you're going to be giving him more money than you're giving Daniel Jones anyways now. So uh, I, I think Daniel Jones is a great example. I don't mean to uh, slam the guy, but he, he's a mobile quarterback. He's maybe B minus when he's in the pocket and purely passing. And yet he's still getting the money that he does because having him is better than uh, rolling with the other bottom 15 or bottom 20 QBs in the league, but he's not great. No one's excited about Daniel Jones, right. but he's going to get paid. Right. I uh, know the, uh, the quarterback show on Netflix. I know I'm going to piss you off again, but the quarterback show on Netflix. Is there a quarterback like, show on Netflix? This is the yeah, first I'm hearing of it. You're funny. Um, they they talk about it's 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 a perfect dichotomy. It's Patrick Mahomes and how great he is. It's Kirk Cousins and how good but challenging he is. And then there's Marcus Mariota, who is fighting to stay in the league. It's it's such a dichotomy, and you see all three of them. Uh, episode three is about how they get hurt. And it's just a, it was just a montage of punishing hits. Oh my God. I couldn't go to sleep. I was just watching bam, 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 bam. And uh, they, you were seeing what they do. And they were showing the uh, last year's uh, Vikings Bills, that thriller game, that crazy, crazy game when uh, Cousins uh, tried the quarterback sneak and couldn't get in. And what you see in this show is that Cousins chose that on his own. And the coach was trying to say to him, hey, talk to me. I could have helped. And he felt like a fool. But the Vikings won the game. And so you see, like, he gets to celebrate as it is. Oh, oh God. So good. So good. And I knew the outcome of the game. And, like, when, when he doesn't make the quarterback sneak, I, you know, like, it's all gloom and doom but I knew what the ending was because I saw the game live. Oh, I, I didn't know Kirk called his own number there. That's uh, he, that that right. was his Cam Newton moment. Uh, yeah. Cam Newton in, Newton in the Auburn, uh, Oregon uh, championship game called his own number. Then the against coach, coach's but then the coach says to Cam, to, to Kirk cousin, you know, if, if you're going to do that, jump higher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved is, it. is that the same show? Cause I, a twip, uh, a twip, a clip. A Twitter clip. That's what I did. I called it a twip. But a Twitter clip had been circulating on uh, some of my various lists of uh, it was Jalen Hurts sitting down with Patrick Mahomes um, prior to the Super Bowl. And they were discussing, uh, I guess, Arizona and the various things around. Probably. Jalen Hurts said, oh, where, where are you guys? Yet, uh, probably. And he goes, where, where are you guys staying? Uh, you know, where, how'd you sort that out? And he goes, oh, no, before the season started, uh, we had an Airbnb booked out here in Arizona for the Super Bowl before <laughs> the season started. And that's Patrick Mahomes. And the way he said it was not in a cocky way, just a very yep. confident, yep. matter-of-fact. Uh, yep. And he he segued uh, to telling Hertz what a great season he had as well. So it wasn't Patrick Mahomes, you know, swinging a big you-know-what. Yep. It was just Patrick Mahomes being a cool-ass well, mother you-know-whatter. Okay. And, uh, so you and that's why we love Patrick box. Mahomes. You want, you want good. good Patrick Mahomes? That's good. Here, you want good Patrick Mahomes? Here's good Patrick Mahomes. He has a All strategy. Right. That when he gets uh, uh, sacked, he compliments the defensive guy. Mm-hmm. 
So if the guy breaks through the defensive line, knocks him down for a loss, he goes, good, good move. Good move. Very good. Very good. Good job. Good job. He says, because if the defensive linemen like me, when they have the chance to knock my block off, he goes, they'll go a little easier. And boy, have we seen more than a few Patrick Mahomes uh, plays where it looks like they got him. Wait, no, they don't. He scrambles for 10, 15. Well, that, that, well that's just his, his raw ability. That, but then, no, but maybe they didn't want to kill him. Maybe I'm just that, suggesting. The way, <laughs> this was your idea, by the way. So I'm just trying to agree with you. He's trying says, to be a supportive podcast co-host. His other thing, his other thing that he does that I love is uh, when when he throws a touchdown and he goes to everybody, this is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I do. And he screams it as loud as he can. He's mic'd you up are, for the, you are all the gushing. Ah, love him. Love him. He I mean, how can so you not? fun to watch. And it's funny because this he is... dwarfs the other two. The other two, oh, sure. Marcus Mariota, I really am starting to like because you really root for him. Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. I, I am perplexed by. I am just perplexed by him. I, I, I Like, I can't turn away. But, oh, boy. He's another great example of a QB that uh, no one's putting him in their top five or top ten list, but the Minnesota Vikings had no for choice for worse. Right. And no that's the, that's what they got to do, right? Especially with the seasons that they have, they're competing for the division. They're making the playoffs. Um, you're not, you're not w- with those kind of runs. You're not. You're, who who are you finding at QB? Whether it's free agency, well, whether it's the draft, who's going to be, you know? And Peyton, Manning, I, I don't like Kirk. I, I I hate betting on Kirk Cousins. I've hate yep. it, needing Kirk Cousins because uh, I'm the book as well. Um, but I get it. I, I get why he's there. I get why he's getting paid because who else? He um they should they should put that on a shirt. Who else? Yeah, Kirk <laughs> Kirk Cousins is uh you know Peyton Manning's the executive producer. So the yeah. the fact of the matter is is that you know they all talk about how hard it is to be the quarterback. And you have to have a certain like death wish to want to be the quarterback. And what they're trying to prove in the doc is it's why the quarterback makes the most money. The show's called quarterback. You know what I mean? Like the show's called quarterback for a reason. It's about the quarterback. And in this show, it's okay. Now in a regular football game, you don't want the quarterback to be the only thing that people watch. You want them to see everything else, but not in this show. That's why the show's cool. I don't know I, if it's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, everybody else on the team uh, on the offensive side of the ball, they just seem like an extension of him. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Kelsey is an all timer at tight end. But uh, I think how lucky are we that we get to experience Patrick Mahomes in what the 2023 iteration of the NFL is instead of uh, the NFL from 2015, where maybe he'd be handing the ball off 25 percent as much or maybe not being uh, allowed to improv as much as he is. Maybe uh, 2015 Andy Reid wants more of a pure pocket passer that's you know, not letting the pressure get to him, not trying to extend plays as much as he is. Gosh, even in 2023, when I'm a massive fan of aggressive football, I'm terrified for Patrick Mahomes and the hits he's taken and the injuries he's had so far. Just because I want him to play for another 10, 15 years, I am so spoiled every time I get to watch him do the crazy things that he does out there. While simultaneously thinking, oh my God, just please stay healthy. Please stay healthy. Please stay healthy. Yeah. 
So uh, it, it's it's also how lucky are we that you get uh, a good character who's also just that great of a player as well. You know, usually you're oh, lucky if you get it, one it, or the, the other. Best, the best. And, you know, yeah. like I said, the only thing I know about him, I've never met him. Uh, the only thing I know about him is I knew his dad and I know his godparents uh, very well. Mm-hmm. And um, salt of the earth. And you see oh, in this yeah. show, like, look. I know there's editors and I know that, you know, you can portray anybody to look great. Uh, they make him look like the night, like you want to be his best friend. Yeah. That's that's what he looks like. I feel like uh, Netflix literally should be paying us for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got Mahomes' brother. Oof. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Oh, that's they okay. It's, it's like it's like them. me and my sister. I'm I'm you know the lighthearted, affable, easygoing one, and she's she's also a delight. But uh, you know, just in case my mom's listening. One uh, further question uh, for you, mm-hmm. um, and it has to do with whether or not there are odds. I'm putting you on the spot, so if there aren't, we can take it out of the podcast. I don't know. Um, there is this on the event. Spot. That is growing in popularity thanks to their television deal uh, with ESPN, but it is called The Basketball Tournament, and it's a really yep. neat concept. Um, what it is, is it's a basketball tournament that is it's for college players who finish their eligibility that are not continuing on to professional basketball. So the question is, do we have odds, Seth Everett? So, so yeah. So basically, what it is, and and basically, a, a bunch of former teams can make their own teams. They can they can make you know teams be what whatever they want. Uh, players that have been in this thing include Jason Williams, uh, Dante Jones, Mike Bibby, Hakeem Warwick, Jimmer Fredette, Brian Scalabrini. Um, that's in the past. But they do a bracket. They do 64 teams, and they do a bracket, and they can go around. And um, my alma mater, Syracuse, they have a team, and they call themselves Bayheim's Army. And every team has a name. Like, you're not – you can't be your school's name. And what their uniforms are that are really cool is they're like a like a homage to your, your college. So, like – the the Bayheim's army army uniform. If if you were looking quickly, they look like the Syracuse uniform. Bayheim's army, by take the way, them, won it in twenty twenty one, and they are fittingly in the Syracuse regional of this. Yes, bracket. they are. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, um, th- there's an arena. I think Siena, the college, is hosting yep. a bunch of the games, so they call it the Syracuse region because. It's in central New York. Anyway. Who is who is blue collar you? See, that's what I need. I need the, the list of the teams and what college they are. Okay. So blue collar you is uh their University of Buffalo alumni. Yes, that's right. Buff you, you beat me okay. to Buffalo. Yep. Yeah, and you got the nerd team, the Virginia Dream. Uh these are all members of the Syracuse Regional. Uh, there's a Dayton regional as well. To answer your question, Seth, of course we have odds on this. Um, That's awesome. You know, 
I, I know nothing about this whatsoever. I'm learning about it today. But this is why we have other people not named Pat Morrow also working at Bovada to take uh -huh. care of these odds for an event like this. Um, that clearly is near and dear to your heart. Um, I will say you're Bayheim's army. I don't know. Uh, do you feel a uh, collegial attachment to Bayheim's army? I do. I do. Guy? Yeah, because those okay. are my guys. Yeah, that, that's my that's my team. No, they're 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 co-favorites in the Syracuse regional. Assuming I'm reading that right, which is <laughs> kind of cool. Um, so they're looking right. Are they like? Are, are can you name some of the players on Bayheim's army? Do you know who's uh, going to be there this year? I know. No, Jimmy... I just saw a Bay Bayheim's army. Do you know who's playing for uh, the Syracuse? I know Jimmy Bayheim. Uh, Bayheim's son is on the team. Okay. The nerd team is nerd team. Spanning universities including Princeton, Yale, Harvard, Notre Dame. So just a mix of that. See, that's lame. Like they're they're just trying to make oh, themselves sound a bunch of brighter than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the nerd team. That's dumb. Just call it the endowment team or the you know, my my I'm a legacy team or yep. or my student debt is gonna be eight figures team. I don't know. I'm running yeah, out of so steam. So Bayheim's here. army plays the nerd team on third Thursday. I'll watch, and we will have we will have odds for that. This is a, this has got to be on this has got to be nationally televised on something, right? Um, I mean, why guess when I can just Google? <laughs> the first game against Team Gibson was on ESPN. Uh, games are on ESPN and ESPN too. Well, there you go. All right, so there you have it. You can uh, you can check out the basketball tournament. I thought it was fun. I thought it was neat, and uh, you know. I'll I'll apply my same rules as I do for the NCAA tournament. Once the Syracuse team is out, then I stop watching. All I can tell you is that based on betting action, it's slightly lower than WNBA, but bigger than Big Three basketball right now. Bavada. I don't know anything about Big Three either, so all I can tell you is that oh, the basketball Big three, tournament. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, I know about that. Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady. Okay. Tracy McGrady. T-Mac. Yep. That's who we had on to talk about the big three. All right. That'll do it for the Bavada at Odds podcast. We got the basketball tournament. There you have it. And sign your running backs. Pay your writers, pay your actors, and sign your running backs. But especially pay your podcast hosts.